Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, Martin Kellner was up, wasn't he, with a week of sport on TV? What a dedicated performer he really is. Yeah. He put his back into it this week, well, after a fashion, as you'll discover. Um, he took one for the team, many people would think, but he came out actually enjoying a show. He probably thought going in, he wouldn't. Mm. So all is revealed in a moment. Um, we also spoke to Jamie Lang, formerly of Made in Chelsea, now podcaster, entrepreneur. He's in the sweets business. And he told us uh, about life as a celebrity. He was on good form, wasn't he? He was. And we had a chat and yeah. we had a good call subject. You joined in very nicely. Yeah, yeah. And he asked us to get all puntastic today and uh, you... Uh, obliged. So uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Yes, good afternoon, Paul, and good afternoon, everybody. And I was quite intrigued by the fact that the Rolling Stones' uh, famous tongue logo will yeah. be on, as the sun says, emblazoned on the front of Barcelona's football shirt next week when they play in El Clasico. Yeah. And who can forget their early track, Midnight Ramblers? Oh! <laughs> Give me Shilton and Sympathy for the Neville. Well, he didn't work out for him out in this Sympathy for the Neville after that very short, unpopular spell at <laughs> Valencia. Valencia. Yeah. Okay, so it is Friday. We can bring in games. I, I wasn't expecting you to say that. I know. So you want Rolling Stones-based football songs? Well, why not? Yeah. They can do a few there. Actually, his shirt looks good. It's going to be a collector's item, I think. Yeah. It's a long way from uh, more than a club, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We won't sully the shirt with sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That soon changed. Yeah, yeah um, well, Anyway, we, we maybe we'll ask, um, mm. we'll ask uh, Tim Lee about that. We're going to have a chat with him over in uh, Spain about this uh, Jose story. But go on, then do your worst. Um, football-based Rolling Stone songs. Andy's kick you off. Talksport.com forward slash 18 J. You can text 81089 or you can tweet... T-S-H-N-J. This is an interesting story in the star today. Mm. Uh, the most ancient and distant signal from outer space has been identified dating yeah. back 8 billion years. It's a, called a fast radio burst. I don't know if it was Tony Blackburn. It might be. <laughs> I'm just, uh, to save you the trouble, Arsenal fans, yes, I guess the message is, have Spurs won the league again yet? <laughs> just to save you, just to save you the trouble. Uh, we were talking earlier on about uh, analogue games in a digital world. And um, because we were talking Subutio, yeah, we were, you know, yeah. and kids are playing a lot of Subutio because mm. the Subutio World Cup is back in the UK next year. 
And um, James Madison was taking loads and loads of pictures behind the scenes at the England yeah, camp. Yeah, I read this story. Yeah. And one of them was uh, he was having a game of battleships with Trent Alexander-Arnold. It's a kind of hybrid. They weren't there with bits of paper where they'd drawn the grids. It was a little electronic version mm. of it. But quite nice that it was an old-school game. Yeah, it's come back into vogue now. Actually, we were thinking of playing ourselves, but I'd, what, I'd forgotten how to do the grid, yeah. That's I pretty straight. You'll find it all online. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But now, the, as you say, it's all sort of computerised. So. Still a good game. But it was interesting. The, the, the newspapers do what they always do with these stories now. They have to get a, re, a sort of reaction from somebody online. So yes. basically, James Madison's behind the scenes view of the England camp has proved a hit with fans. One user called Harv posted This reminds me of a year 11 lad's Instagram photo dump, and I'm loving it. Why do you have to do that? Who's Harv? This is Harvey Barnes. I couldn't care less, mate, what he's got to say. Say. Who's Harv? Candy <laughs> Jacob signing they, they copies it. of his new book, Who's <laughs> Harv? They feel that every story has mm. to have that. They'll take somebody on Twitter and yeah. put that in as if it's sort of validation. Man rails against social media in Who's Harv? How Topper Peters has come in with a few. <laughs> yes, of course he has. Well, we've had a few coming in. Dance has gone route one with Ange as opposed to Angie. <laughs> um, Glenn yeah. Little Red Rooster, he says. That's right. Topper. Where's Brown Sugar, says Dave <laughs> from uh, Cheltenham. Give me they sugar. You said give me Shilton. Yeah. That came they from think John it's the all over now. It's another one from Jeff. That's good, Jeff. Yes, um, um, paint it Balak, says uh, <laughs> Jake from Wells. Very good. Jumping Jack Grealish. Craig from Bradford. That's good too. Not bad, yeah. Good, good start by good a lot start. of it. Yeah. Um, there's news today. We may discuss it later on. Um, but fines of a million pounds. The F1 drivers are up in arms. Apparently... Mm. None of the drivers, the, the, the maximum fine at the moment is 250 quid. And no driver. 1,000. Yeah, 250 <laughs> quid. 250,000 quid. Yeah. But no one's ever paid that. No one's ever done something. Mm. I mean, what do you have to do? I mean, you just have to. What do you do? I suppose you have to do something terrible, bring something into disrepute. You have to let mm. someone else's tyres down, didn't you? Sort of stick a pen knife <laughs> in someone's tyres. But no one's ever got that. But now it could be the maximum penalty could be a million pounds. Here's odd though, Max Verstappen was fined 50,000 euros for touching a car in Brazil. Yeah. Remember that show, Touch the Truck, <laughs> yeah. those years ago? <laughs> so, anyway, we were just wondering about fines that you've, sporting fines you've encountered maybe down on a Sunday or a Saturday. And you think, well, why, how do you find me for that? Whether it was by the league or whether it was by your club or whether it was just a, through a bunch of mates. But it had to be a sporting fine, money had to change hands. How much was it and what was it for? Do let us know this afternoon. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to T S H and J. Goodbye, Sheffield Wednesday, says uh, <laughs> Bill. Really that's not Tuesday. bad. Billy the QPR fan, yeah, that's pretty good. Let's spend the Allen night together. And for the Pompey fans. <laughs> you didn't put your name on that. You should have done. So yeah. Um so yeah, with Barcelona having the uh, Stone's tongue on their shirts for their for the Classico. We're looking for the football-related Rolling Stones songs. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 829. Tweet to TSH&J to get in touch. There's been a lot of chat over the years about how to counter the hacker. The hacker? Hacker. 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 Hacker, I'm going. The New Zealand traditional... Like Clive Murray. Yeah. The the traditional... Especially (laughs) subject is the the hacker, Clive. (laughs) Ah, Yes. But there's a brilliant letter in the Times today calling for England to respond to the hacker with a hokey-cokey. 
I'd love to see no, that. No, I've, I've put that out there before. Have you? Yeah, I've suggested... They copied you. I've suggested that on this show before. <laughs> and we go back at them with either a Morris dance or something typically British. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, imagine, like, trying to stare that down. A hacker is quite aggressive, you know. Yeah. And so it is a call, a call to battle. Whereas, if you're putting yeah. your left leg in, you're taking it out, and you're in, out, in, out, shaking it all about. Yeah. It, uh, it, that's Even the Morris dancing is gentle, isn't it, with the... Yeah, I mean, I think it would throw you an okie cokey. I mean, how do you face that down and look mean <laughs> with someone doing that? <laughs> Why not? All right. Um, Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J to get in touch this afternoon. Um, what else have we uh, got for you today? And you got anything else? Yes, the star have got list? a very, um, they've got a new section on there. It's yeah. actually a revival of an old section, so mm. I've appeared in this myself. It's basically called Snap Happy. Yes. Send us your photos of anything you like, and can be you with a top celeb. I once sent them a picture of me with Alan Fletcher, taken in the studio. Right. And they published it as if I was just with Dr. Carl. As if you were a nobody. Well, Andy. I am a nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I can only get they away with it because it like, I am a nobody. Publishing like you're a nobody, Andy. <laughs> This is it. Yeah. Uh, send us anything you like. It can be you with a top celeb, some funny-looking food, yeah. or a fantastic view, or maybe your artistic side is coming out. Yeah. So this bloke, Nick Fletcher, sent this in. Uh, he said, here I am auditioning for Peaky Blinders. He's just basically got a flat cap on. Yeah. <laughs> Have a look at that. He's not got the suit or anything. He's wearing a T-shirt. Just a bloke in a hat. <laughs> Bloke in a hat there. What, what a great section. Well done. It's a good section. Mm. You've gone mad on these. Painter Eric Black. Tap in, says Matt in Brighton. <laughs> Give me Schalke, says Martin in <laughs> Newcastle. Good. Filed horses, Scott in Penzance. <laughs> um, has anybody seen my baby? Says uh, the old United mm. player, Dave in Derby. Sympathy for the Neville. We've had that. Andy did yes, that one yes, of the yes, top yes. marking yes. Walthamstow. Um, you, you can't always get what you want. Um, yes, that's pretty good. And I can't get no Gordon Strachan, says <laughs> Daniel in Leeds. And I'm surprised you didn't really sing that to work, him. really work, does it? Didn't sing that to him at uh, Leeds. Dancer's obviously got nothing better to do today because he's been flying at 19th. Jesus Navas breakdown. Very good. Um, we... Bob in our bro, you want to hear his one while we're doing these? Yes, go on. Old Bobby's come up with one as well. Where's it gone? There we are. Uh, hey, you get off of my Claudio Ranieri. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Uh, yeah, keep them coming. And uh, our top has gone with one more that I'm going to do. Yeah. Filbert Street Fighting Men. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Charlie Lester. Baker, one for uh, Big Al. Give me pelters. Beautiful. <laughs> Barney. Thank you, Charlie. So keep them coming then. You see, it seems to have a uh, fairly rich seam, this one. Mm. Talk sport. Is there a bloke out there called Rich Seam? There must be. There must be. He's I'll look him an up. America, I bet he's an American <laughs> golf correspondent. Anyway, let's get like an update it. on the, uh, the US <laughs> Open now with our man Rich Seam. Rich. <laughs> must be. Talksport.com, text 1889 to the rich beam, isn't it? So that's different. Text 1889, tweet TSH and J. In the first hour, Tim Lee joins us over in Spain. Uh, what's going on with Jose? Reports today that um, he, um, the, the man they want is Jose to take over uh, where, if and when Ancelotti leaves and goes to Brazil. Jamie Lang's going to join us in the studio of uh, Made in Chelsea fame. He's in the sweets business. He's very much a Willy Wonka. Wow. And uh, he'll be joining us. Richard be- Seam is on Facebook. Richard Seam. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Barcelona are the only undefeated team um, in Spain. And as you guys were mentioning, Barcelona will wear this limited edition shirt with the Rolling Stones logo. And Paul, you did tell us to do our very worst. So here goes. Okay. I can't 
pep. I can't pep no satisfaction. Oh, wow. That's that's up there. With <laughs> waiting on a Stefan Freund, says Andy Newport. Start me up, son. We've had... Start me up, son. Far away eyes from the Some Girls album. Good track, that country track. Um, Tumbling Rice, says Jay in Hampshire. <laughs> Get your Yaya Toure's out, Peter in Manchester. Start me up, with, as in Ben Me, David from Hexham. <laughs> Street Fighting Mane. He says 80 from Wigan. So, yeah, the, the listeners are on fire. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, being inundated with these stone songs, Andy, you've created a monster. Sean in Harrogate. <laughs> Let's spend the night together. Beast of Burton Albion, Mike, in London. Um, it's only Graham Pohl, but I like it, says uh, Dennis in Nottingham. That's good. Yes. Uh, Tumbling Dice. We've had a few of those. That's Mark in Bangor among them. Uh, and yeah, under my son says uh, Rory. Keep them coming. Talksport.com, <laughs> text eight and eighty nine. Tweet to T S H and J. Now, uh, one time star of uh, Made in Chelsea, uh, Jamie Lang. Mm. Um, I didn't know he was in the sweets business. Kind of effectively staying in the family business. Yeah, He's in the sweets business, and um, he's going to talk about that and other matters besides. And he joins us now. Good afternoon, Jamie. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're good. good. So, uh, how long have you? Uh, Candy kittens is your is your business. How long have you been doing that? Um, it's funny, right? We've been doing it eleven and a half years. Right, eleven okay, and a half years. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time. So, how's it all just surfaced now? Then, well, I, I think it's with all of these things, right? Which is where I think, firstly, when it comes to like building a brand, it takes like ten years for people to take any notice mm. of like. What you're doing so we've been working behind the scenes for yeah 11 and a half years to try and create sort of the perfect suite out there um and it's been an amazing journey and and i think now the fact that because we've always been this suite that has been plant powered so vegan we've sort of made a suite which is uh you know no palm oil which is no artificial flavorings which is a b corp which is basically people planet and profit all the same thing so we've always tried to make the best sweet possible. And now that consumers are making a conscious effort to change their decision, what they're eating, they're like, oh, okay, Candy Kittens is here as well. So maybe that's why people are starting to take notice. Anybody sucking a mainstream sweet at the moment may be looking to spit it out in the bin when I <laughs> yeah, tell them. One of the true. things Jamie's going to chat to us about is that you'd be surprised <clears throat> at some of the ingredients in your sweets. Uh, I've got in front of yeah. me pigskin bone and cartilage, which sounds like a Dickensian firm of solicitors. <laughs> but, um, but it is some of the ingredients that you find in some sweets, Jamie, you say. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy, right? So, I, I, okay, so if you walk down the confectioner aisle and you look at ingredients, so 11% apparently of people actually look at ingredients. And I never used to, but now I kind of do. Um, and on most sweets packaging, it will say on the back, it will say gelatin. And unfortunately, when it says gelatin, that means it has uh, boiled skin. It has tendons, ligaments, bones in the sweet. So what you're eating is just animals um and that's really not good and they're really vague about it so they're just basically like oh it's just gelatin but actually it's just a whole bunch of meat and candy kittens for example we just have no meat in it whatsoever right. and maybe i'm biased who knows but our sweets taste way better so mm. where can we find them jamie all good retailers yeah so you can get them in all good retailers tesco's waitress sainsbury's asda wherever but also online at our website candykittens.co.uk and then deli- and listen halloween's around the corner you should be just eating loads of our sweets <laughs> so, go on, yeah, sorry. I, was, I was gonna say were you tempted ever to go into the family business into the, into the, the, into the back into the biscuit world the cutthroat <laughs> business of biscuits 
<laughs> Do you know what it is? Is that it's funny. So my great great grandfather Alexander Grant helped build McVitie's. Um, you know, my family we sold it in the eighties or whatever. So everyone thinks that I'm um heir to all these billions and millions, and I get in the family business. Unfortunately, I get the stigma of being a billionaire. A child, like heir to all this stuff, without any of the money. Yeah, so it's a really, good, yeah, it's a really good scenario to be in. So it's amazing what that company is, but we don't have any ties with it anymore. Oh, not even you don't get the odd pack of digestive sent through the post here, just as for old time's sake. You know what? I went and opened up one of the McVitie's factories um, a few years ago. It was my my grandfather's one, so I, I went and opened. That's the only thing that I've done recently, and they didn't even give me some biscuits then. <laughs> Very poor. That's not now, good. Made in Chelsea opened up a lot of weird and wonderful doors for you, didn't it? He did all sorts of uh, yeah. I mean, a very memorable murder in Successville, with, uh, which we very much yeah. enjoyed. That was um, that was brilliant. That man. was a very good. Was that an enjoyable experience? <laughs> oh my god, yeah! Like so, I made in Chelsea. I did for many years, and it opened up lots of doors. Yeah, and I did this amazing show, Murder in Successful, which was basically like um, it's like ad libbing. So mm. you'd go in to solve a crime with an amazing comedian called Tom Davis, yeah. and I had to solve a crime with him, and it was completely um, you know, yeah, you just make it up as you go along. They had knew what was going to happen, and it's one of the mm. funny. I'm in it, and it's one of the funniest things I've ever watched yeah. in my <laughs> yeah, entire life. It's so good. It's so good. And they try to make an American version, but I don't think it was good, but it was on BBC and it was just amazing. Hmm. I mean, some of that you obviously get offered a lot of reality TV stuff and you've done Celebrity Hunted and you did Famous and Fighting Crime. You got the old police uniform back on again. Um, you, has there been stuff they've, the agent has phoned and said, Jamie, do you fancy doing this? You're like, what's that? I mean, there <laughs> must be some weird and wonderful things you've been asked to do that you think, now why would I want to do that? Oh my God. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of things. I once, um, my agent once said to me, Hey, Jamie, we've got this. This is right at the beginning. He said, We've got this gig for you, but I can't tell you what it is. And I was like, Well, what is it? They said, Well, we're not going to tell you what it is. And I turned up to, and, I, and it was in my younger days. So I went out and had a couple of drinks the night before. So I woke up, I was pretty hungover, and I arrived in the, in the O2 car park. And it was a bungee jump which was like 120 <laughs> metres in the air. And I had to jump off it and eat a pizza while doing it. Wow. And after the eighth time of doing this thing, and I can't say doing a bungee jump hungover is the worst thing in the world. After the eighth time of doing it, the guy who owned the bungee jump said, yeah, we should probably stop. I've only ever seen someone do it four times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, didn't you do Strictly, but you got, you got injured, didn't you, doing it? I did strictly, I got injured the first year, but then I came back the second year and I mm. got to the final oh, yeah, with Bill Bailey. Yeah. Um, and I was and I was in the dance-off. I've got the record number of dance-offs, which I'm very proud of. <laughs> My, it was so funny. I, when I was in the semi-final, there was a guy called mm. JJ Chalmers who went out in the quarterfinals, mm. right? And I looked at the bookies. I was like, let me just check out the bookies here. I looked at the bookies' odds of me getting to the final. JJ Chalmers, who went out in the quarterfinals, had a better chance of reaching reaching the finals than <laughs> really? I did. He wasn't even in the show. <laughs> yeah, and well. you are, uh, as I read Wiki, you are a world record holder. Jelly being thrown into the mouth for thirty seconds. Is this true? It's because there were no candy kittens around. That's why oh, we okay. were trying to find candy kittens. So we, could, we 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 didn't bring any with us. But yeah, I'm a right. Listen, it's one of my it's it's one of my strings to my bow. Yeah. That's what they would say, right? 18 jelly beans you, beating the previous record by three, we're told. Tremendous. I reckon I reckon I could beat that. I reckon I could beat that. <laughs> um, and uh, sports-wise, well, I mean, we, you, you appeared on a the kind of uh, a question of sport with sort of Paddy McGuinness and the gang a little while ago, didn't you? So, And you did all right. I mean, you, I think you 
won your game. So what, what's your thing yeah. sports-wise, Jamie? Do you know what? I, I'm a huge fan of all, of all sports. I mean, as you know, lots of people are. But, you know, I'm loving the World Cup at the moment, the Rugby World Cup. I think, you know, we're doing super great. Um, and I'm just really excited to see how we're going to go with that. And do you know what? I'm, I'm just, I'm a huge fan of NFL. Hmm. I, I, I'm, I, I love NFL ever since I was a kid. Um, bizarrely, you know, football as well, but more, I would say, NFL at the moment. So um, I'm a big Dolphins fan, um, always have been for so many years. And so I've been watching that at the moment. Um, and the NFL is just kicking off at the moment. I'm also loving baseball. I don't know if anyone watches baseball. Mm, yeah. Baseball mm. is a phenomenal sport. Yeah, yeah, I love baseball. So every morning I'll get up and I'll watch the highlights. I'm, I'm a Yankees fan of that, of course, but obviously right. they're not in the... Um, uh, they're not in the sort of playoff. No, they're not. They've, they've got. They've fallen by the they're wayside. Retail, too, yeah. Yeah. They've well, fallen by the wayside. But uh, anyway. Jamie, good to talk to you. We wish you well. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I appreciate it. Eat candy, Giddens. There we are. <laughs> Jamie Langner brought up two very successful podcasts. He has as well. One he does mm. with his wife. So uh, yeah, get you know lots and lots of people listening to that. So our thanks to him. Um, what else we got for you? Honky Vonk Woman says Dave from Cheltenham. Wild wag horses, uh, <laughs> witty in rugby. Yeah. yeah. Um, how would you face down a hacker with a kind of British feel? And uh, you know, mm. uh, Lawrence the Wolves fan in Crawley suggests a conga. <laughs> Take the edge off, wouldn't you it? Would, really. Yeah. <laughs> what about YMCA? Says Luke in Derbyshire. And now back to the stone. Start me up a Meccano, Says Ash. Wild <laughs> Horsefield. Jeff Horsefield there. Michael in He's Nottingham. Good. <laughs> this could be the last Fergie time. No name on that. Start me schlup, Hughesy and Sid Cup. That's ridiculous. A Poznan to face down the hacker, says Paul the Charlton fan. Not oh, that, now that would be good. Under my con, not <laughs> Neil <laughs> in Chester. Yeah. Very Beast of Burnden Park, says Steve. Thank you for all of those. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The last couple of days, uh, something has, um, has emerged called Soccer Slammers. Uh, I don't know if you've seen these yet. They are little uh, WWE-type 
action figures of Premier League personalities. I say managers, mm. but they've done some. I think it's a promotional tool for a, a Nintendo game, but I'm not sure. Uh, one of the kids out there will know. But certainly what they've done with the managers are fantastic. Um, they've done a beautiful one of, of your old mate, Roy Hodgson. The Wok. Yes, uh, they've called him the Wok. But um, uh, yeah, he says, basically, you, it's a string, it's a button you can push at the back and they speak. And uh, Roy says, uh, let's not take the... Here, you may remember that uh, interview he did after Match of the Day where he took exception. But a, a very muscular Roy. Um, they've also done uh, David Moyes. That one looks <laughs> great. Oh, very, very good. The Neil Warnock's tremendous. The Neil Warnock looks more like Howard Wilkinson to me. I think one if they've got the the, the wrong. Uh, Adama Traore obviously muscle bound doesn't look any different. Uh, Big Sam they've done, yeah. and you got accessories with some of them. Uh, with the Harry Redknapp, he as a wrestler he throws a car door. That's his thing. <laughs> um, Big Sam throws a pint of wine over you. <laughs> um, so they've all got uh, different things that uh, they carry, but go and check them out. They're, uh, they look, I mean, I don't know if you can actually buy them uh, or not. There's a Matt Letizia one. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, go and check them out. They're, they're good it fun. It says here on Twitter, or X, Yes, bootleg action figures from the nostalgia-inducing non-existent video well, game This sensation. is what I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's just a bit I'm, of fun. You know, as I said, it's one for the kids. I'm, I'm a bit confused about what's going on. So in the meantime, Andy, anything you've got yeah, for great. us today? This letter amazed me today in the sun from Dave Mascheter in Exeter. Yeah. He said, some of the decisions that Gareth Southgate has made are strange. His recent squad selection doesn't fit the criteria he set when he became England manager. By any stretch of the imagination, he must have been gutted, Dave, that we won the other night. <laughs> yeah. That's What's a bit wrong of, with you? He's doing a good it's a, job. It's a bit of an ambiguous thing. What, what does he mean? What, what criteria? Is he head of the FA? Did he set the criteria? <laughs> I think he said he'd only pick people in form who were playing. Now, you want some, you want some winners from a dis, dismal summer from the world of sport. Mm. We had, did have a lot of rain over the summer, didn't we, of course? Step forward, the good people at Hollywood Bowl, 10-pin bowling. They loved it. Oh, did they? People were driven indoors. They said they'd benefited from the weather. We made the most of it. We had a great first half and an even better second half. That's incredible. So imagine like the boss going in uh, every day for work. And has it started raining yet? No, sorry, Gaffer. Oh, come on. Just desperate for it to rain. Total revenue rose by 11% over the summer. So uh, someone's, uh, it's good news for someone. And uh, if you saw some of the stories earlier this week, the England boys, after they qualified, some of them, and he went out and celebrated at a club. And it's, mm. file this one under the great tabloid story of blokes with money spend money. <laughs> yeah, 35 grand they spent. 35 grand bar bill, party until 6am. Jack Greenish, mm. James Madison, Trent Alexander-Arnold, apparently. Um, Luke Shaw, Jude Bellingham and others all popped along. No sign of Harry Kane, apparently. They were in a, it, it's not just a night spot, it's a trendy night spot. Of course they were was. in a trendy night spot. <laughs> the kids still use the phrase, what should we do tonight? Let's go to a trendy night <laughs> Nobody's spot. Nobody's ever I don't think that. they do, only tabloid <laughs> newspapers do. It's called Tape. It's in Mayfair, in London's exclusive Mayfair. Yeah. <laughs> not just Mayfair. They um, gorge. Um, they well, I, I tucked into and gorged and feasted on <laughs> the way that people only in tabloids do. Man City wide man Grealish and Spurs pal Madison raised a glass to Italy and Tottenham defender Destiny Doggy and chanted his name. Okay, I'm sure he's he delighted. He wasn't, I don't think. No. <laughs> Um, surrounded by scantily clad party girls. What is this, 1972? <laughs> Who wrote this? They cryogenically unfroze somebody, <laughs> took them out of a pub in Fleet Street and got them to write it. The team congratulated 20-year-old uh, sensation Jude Bellingham on his man-of-the-match performance before moving to the VIP section. Oh, right. Because obviously you're only... 
congratulate Jude Bellingham in the rough part of the, <laughs> in the club. the public section. Yeah. Minimum <laughs> spend for a table there is two grand. Ooh. A bottle of uh, Armand de Brignac Ace of Spades Champers. <laughs> Who? <laughs> 650 quid. Oh, a magnum of out. Dom Perignon Vintage Luminu is <laughs> 1,050. <laughs> and a Jeroboam of Belvedere Vodka is 1,300 pounds. Although there's no evidence that any of them drunk that. Most professional <laughs> footballers these days <laughs> don't drink. Don't drink. I mean, yeah. I think Jack does. I'm just guessing, reading between the well, lines. Well, did after the... Later, the security team escorted the entourage in Dribs and Drabs. Was that another club? That's a great club. It's a go- you've been there, Dribs and Drabs? <laughs> yeah. It's really nice. Uh, back to the Bulgari Hotel in Knightsbridge. Disco ex- John used to go there. <laughs> I think he did. He loved it. Where exclusive suites cost £11,500 a night. I mean, it's just all money, isn't it? Not like Jamie Lang's suites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're expensive. I wouldn't think so. They disappeared wearily into the lifts. Oh, well, fair enough. There we are. They An wouldn't. insider said... Nobody, Nobody said. It was a fun <laughs> night and the players deservedly <laughs> let their hair down. No one speaks like that. Yeah. No one ever says, it was a fun night and the players deservedly <laughs> let their... If it was a cab driver who saw it, he wouldn't speak like that, would no, he? he wouldn't, there no. was quite rightly an air of celebration. What was his Nicholas Nickleby? <laughs> Absolute nonsense. So thank you for that. But people react to it. Oh, yeah. And so there'll be letters saying, how could they do this and all this stuff. But the uh, some of these companies are very clever the way mm. they do these things. Like they really Heinz, the beans company. Oh yeah, not the plumbers. Not the plumbers. <laughs> they re- they've published an idiot's guide to making beans on toast, and they know that people will talk about that. Oh, good marketing, every- of course it is. Yeah, you know Sam Ellard did a bit on the, with it this well, morning. You look know. out for the clips of the week. It's coming up. Yeah, you know it's everybody knows how to make beans on toast. You know, well, apparently but, not. The well, kids don't. It's, it's good way. I've talked about it, so it's worked, hasn't it? Well, yeah, well, if you've talked about it, Andy, the world's talking <laughs> about been, it. It's been You're a not very, a nobody, don't think you are. Um, it's been a very sad day for my wife this week. Her whole daytime TV watching has been disrupted. Doctors and Steph's woke lunch have been cancelled. Plus, na- although Neighbours is back, so there is, there is some good news. Anyway, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. It's time then to look at a week of sport on TV through the eyes of uh, King of Overnights here on Talk Sport and his uh, squad number nine, Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, boys. You all right? Yeah, we're not too bad, thank you. We're pretty we're good. good. Mm. So um, you've taken in what, one of the big sporting documentaries uh, of the week, the real <laughs> Wagatha story on, oh, on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> You're a bold man. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it was an international break for a start. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, and then you obviously had the international. But I, the way I looked at it, you will have covered the sort of England, every aspect of England, Italy. Yes. Um, and the televising of that. So I thought we'd do something a bit different. I mean, clearly the big event of the weekend is going to be the Rugby Union uh, semi-final mm. uh, between England and South Africa. Um, for which, just before we get on to the real Wagatha story, ITV's coverage has been tremendous. I think really, really good. I think Miles Harrison is an excellent oh, commentator. Yeah. yeah, really good commentator. The only, the only, the only sort of bone I would pick with ITV on this is because. 
it's a World Cup, and therefore you're attracting loads of people who wouldn't normally be watching Rugby Union. Mm. You're attracting them to the channel. I think maybe a few tutorials would have been, you know, you sit and watch it and they say, well, it's a penalty, and you think, well, hang on, it's not yeah. a penalty. And then they stop the game, you know, the game carries on 15, 16 phases, and then you get the penalty. It's a real balancing uh, act, that. We've talked to Ed Chanin about this, where they did, you know, mm. when they, they brought a new audience to, to racing and to strike that balance yeah, between racing is less complex. Rugby yeah, is such a but complex I know that, game. to strike that balance between patronising the hardcore audience who would turn around and say, "You don't have to tell me that. I understand the game." Although I think that's increasingly more difficult in rugby, as you say. Yes, it's it's it a really difficult balance. But I do know what you mean, Martin. It, it's you kind of feel there are gaps to be filled in. But you know, you, you, you're sort of damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, really. No, but fortunately, that semi-final between South Africa and France was such an amazing rugby match mm. that even if, like me, you were born and brought up with rugby league, yeah. you know, and rugby union was the enemy, didn't make an difference. It was one of the best rugby matches of any code, you know, of either code that I've uh, that I've ever seen. Yeah. But you'd, you'd just like to have a little bit more information about what's going on in the scrums and the the, the malls and all that. And why? Mm. Hang on. Why have they been penalised? Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, he's put his hand over the ball, so his hand's gone into an offside position or whatever. Um, so, you, you know, you've got an idea of what's going on. Yeah. But I'd just like a little bit more information for the non-Rugby yeah. Union fans. It's going to be quite a lot, isn't it? In a, I mean, the audience tomorrow night yeah. is going oh, to yeah, be definitely. Uh, massive. Well, I mean, you took a deep... I mean, to such an extent that Wayne Rooney, did you see, contemplated taking a law degree. <laughs> he was so enamoured with chatting oh, to the yeah. barristers uh, as this case <laughs> unfolded. Do you know, it's so watchable, this. It's really, really <laughs> enjoyable. And at the end of it, you think, I watched the whole lot of it, which, you know, full disclosure, I don't always watch the whole lot of oh, these Martin. documentaries. <laughs> but I did watch every, you know, all three episodes of this. And at the end of it, you, I, I watched it with my, my missus, who's not a massive football fan, but she does like, like to follow what's happening with, you know, with the husbands and wives. Mm. And at the end of it, you just thought to yourself, they're a very sweet couple. Mm. They really are a sweet couple. And it, you know, it was an interesting story. Uh, it, you know, from a legal point of view, you got all that sort of stuff. It's described by the Atlantic uh, magazine mm. as the most uh, ill-advised defamation case since Oscar Wilde's dispute with the Marquis of Queensbury. Yes, of course, I'm sure yeah. all your list. All we all remember that. Yeah. <laughs> we all remember that, of course. Well, me and Andy do. But um, I mean, that yeah. case. I mean, like, let's not dwell on that case now. But you couldn't get less Marquis of Queensbury in terms of the way he conducted that than the way the Marquis of Queensbury did. Really, it's all quite no. underhand. Look it up, oh, but it doesn't matter. Yes. We're not going to. No, re- we're matter. not going to retry that case. It's all. It's all over now. Really. It's all over now, and uh, I'm not surprised that they didn't get any comment at all from the uh, from the Vardis, to be honest. No. Who didn't, well, especially Rebecca does, doesn't come out of this too well. Mm. But, you know, the Marcus of Queensbury, for instance, didn't drop her mobile into the wow. uh, North Sea. So that's <laughs> what one up, seems, one up seems to the Marquis. Yeah, yeah, one up for the Marquis. Um, yeah, yeah it's but one of those things were but amazing. What, so, okay, so you'd you'd recommend it? it it's, I would recommend it wholeheartedly. You know, yeah. I mean, Rooney is. I mean, it, it's got relevance to to our audience definitely because uh, <laughs> Wayne Rooney is now in this position at Birmingham, um, the team that we now have to uh, we're contractually obliged to call Wayne Rooney's Birmingham. Mm. So he, he's he's in charge there, and it gives you the, the way he sort of reacts to all the various events and basically the support he gave to uh, Colleen, you know, during the case, 
Um, whatever your feelings about Wayne Rooney uh, were beforehand, I think uh, he comes out of it really well. Yeah. You know, he's loads, loads of interviews with him, and in, in, he comes out as well. His agent, Paul Stratford, comes out of it uh, reasonably well. And, She's obviously uh, incredibly determined, wasn't she, Colleen, at times? The, the amount of times totally. he must have said, and people would have said to her, you sure you want to kind of continue this? But, and, yeah, but she was very dead set on doing that, wasn't she? Absolutely. Uh, and I think, you know, we're, we're often unkind. You know, the press, certainly uh, the tabloids, have mm. been over the years very unkind to uh, Rooney, like this big house they've built, which mm. is you mm. know, half of Cheshire, basically. <laughs> so this massive house mm. with a huge drive and everything. And uh, in the papers, they describe it as uh, like a Morrison's. They mm. say it's like a Morrison's, which, you know, which is just snobbery of the mm. first, and, We'll find that all the time. I think I, I saw that referenced in in a piece in one of the tablets a few weeks ago, or it might have even been the Times a few weeks ago. Um, and it doesn't look like a Morrison's. Looks more like a, a spa hotel. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you'd rather <laughs> go for that. Look, you're going for a look, given that not choice. Spa, the corner shop. No, not a spa. No, not like no, your local no, spa. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so, that. well, thumbs up then for the real wagger. Thumbs up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thumbs up. Dis- how many Disney parts is it? Three. Three, three. Are they an hour episodes. each? Uh, round about. Round hour, yeah. Okay, well, fair well, enough. Well worth watching. All right. <laughs> um, Arnold on Netflix. This is the, the Schwarzenegger documentary. Again, this is a few parts, but looking at different aspects of his life. The first one... Like I'm not happy watched, days. No, no. <laughs> the first one is sporting, isn't it? Looking at his sporting life. It looks at him as an athlete, mm, but yeah. a lot of stuff about his, uh, um, his childhood in uh, Austria. Grew up in a place called uh, Tal. Yeah, Tal. Mm. Um, and he goes back there from time to time. And there's a bit in the documentary where he's going back there. And we learn about his mum and his dad. Mm. His dad, Gustav, yeah. is described as a tyrant and a police officer. Oh. I thought, it's not <laughs> a really good combination. Right? Yes, not really. But um, a very competitive... He used to set... The, the father used to... I mean, clearly there was a fair amount of corporal punishment going on. Mm. But he also used to, used to have a competitive um, thing between... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his brother. So he had a slightly older brother, and uh, he used to make them um, make them compete with each other, a bit like competitive dad in the first show. Except it was between the uh, between the two of them. Uh, you have to earn your breakfast. He oh. used to say. So Arnie had to do uh, exercises and competitions against his brother. Um, they competed against each other in everything. Like the father would say, let's see who picks the best flowers for Mother's Day. Wow. And they turn up with their flowers. Uh, and uh, he turned to Arnie and say, no, no, try next year. See oh. what happens next year. You've lost. Wow. And everything was, uh, you can see where it all comes from, the very sort of competitive attitude uh, they had to uh, muscle build, you know, yeah. bodybuilding and all that. I don't know whether you've seen the movie Stay Hungry. Um, no. But highly recommended. Nineteen eighty-eight. But this was before he became mm. well, well. Before he'd really gone to. Uh, I think he just started living in LA, but only so he could take part in uh, in bodybuilding contests. But it's really good. Stay hungry. I've to look that up. I've, I mean, mm. I, I take it they show lots of stuff from Pumping Iron, do they? The kind of docudrama he did around that Not, time. When did you? Was there any of that in but, this? 
There's a, well, there's bits of stuff about that. I mean, the, the more interesting thing is Reg Park. Have you heard of Reg Park? No. No. Well, that was his hero. Oh. Reg Park was Hercules. I mean, it doesn't oh. sound like Hercules, is it? Reg, no, Reg Park. <laughs> no wonder he changed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't call himself Reg Park. Right. There was a guy called Reg Park who made mm. this Hercules film. Uh, he was He was also a bodybuilder. And uh, that first got him into it. Wow! But he was from Leeds, Reg. Where you are now, Martin? Beautiful Garden City of Leeds. He was. He was, was, from, was he really? Reg. Yeah, born oh, nineteen twenty-eight yeah. in Leeds. Is. I'm just looking him up now. Played it for wow. Leeds United reserves. Yeah, they did say he was a footballer. Didn't mean Leeds United yeah. reserves. Don't be a footballer with that body. Adama. He looks like Adama Traore. Basically, it's a similar build. <laughs> well, I never knew that. That's amazing. Yeah. Never realised. Yeah. They don't mention that he, he comes from the beautiful Garden City. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting family dynamic, which, uh, you know, which led to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger being such a, you know, a huge mm. star eventually when he went to... Rich. Uh, so I'm going to tell me about Reg again. You're still you're, you're no, you're obsessed with Reg. Well, he must have known Charles Atlas. Well, I mean, I've got they, no they evidence mention, of that. No, they don't mention it. I mean, no. it may be that. Is I mean, it, it started with these um, with these films, these sort of gladiator type films. Mm. You know, there was a whole phase of those in the nineteen sixties. You like gladiator films, uh, uh, Martin? <laughs> I'm not a great fan of gladiator films. <laughs> got a bit you know airplane I mean? there, didn't it? Got a bit yeah. airplane. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. The, the, those movies where everybody was dressed... Toga movies. I Toga movies, that's right. Toga yeah. movies. Mm. And uh, Hercules was the first one he saw of that. Mm. And Reg Park was the star. Wow. And later he got, he got to meet Reg Park, his hero, wow. who, uh, who was... Your his father didn't mm. like him being a, being a bodybuilder and getting into all that. He described it as Froyeren. Uh, that's F-R-E-U-R-E-N, Freuren. What does that mean? Means... Can we say at this time of day? <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, okay. It just means you're too too much into yourself. Oh, okay. He didn't like the oh. um, the sort of narcissism of it. Oh. Um, uh, but he, uh, Arnie Schwarzenegger, uh, thought that his dad wasn't really his dad. Um, he said he, uh, he checked it out. He thought um, he, he didn't feel it was his place. Uh, he said that, and then he thought maybe an American soldier, because he just after wartime <clears> when he was growing up, <throat> maybe an American soldier wow. was my father, which uh, doesn't say much for um, Aurelia, who was his mum, oh. who apparently used to fold the, the towels really, really tight oh, yeah. uh, with a big edge to them, with an edge to them, a mm. sharp edge, yeah. and put them in the cupboard and used to go nuts if anybody uh, ruined the display of ta- clean oh, yes. towels. <laughs> now, the good news is, Martin, Arnie's, you've ever wanted to know Arnie's in the building next week. He's really? coming in to see the guys on, on Virgin Radio. I mean, we, we might sort of... We did it with Sue Pollard, sort of strong-arm him and get him into the studio. It's quite yeah. hard to strong-arm him. It might be difficult. <laughs> it worked with Sue Pollard. It may not work with Arnold Swart, but... No. If you walk like... through the glass, we'll say, hey, Arnie, pop in here, do five mm. minutes with us. So, look, we've, no, we've I mean, done worse. Uh, brilliant, Martin. Well, you'd great. recommend this as well, would you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, enjoyed, I didn't watch all of it, I have to okay, say. OK, well, fair enough. Um, you can't well, watch... You know... You've, you know if this I've carries invested. on, we're going to have to find somebody else to give 25 quid a week to to do this slot. <laughs> Precisely. I've invested a lot of my time and effort into Wagatha. Yes. So I highly recommend it. Arnold, you know, let's say, you know, Arnie's always fun, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. 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 Um, do you, try and get him in, though. Oh, yeah, uh, we, we will. We'll definitely, 
We'll definitely rip that I wanted to arm wrestle Andy. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That's how it all unfolded today. We reconvene on Monday to pour over the Premier League weekend with Danny Kelly and Andy Brassel. And we'll have some clips pewter for you and lots more besides. Uh, including, should I give you some of our guests? I've got them written down here. Guests next week include Mick Harford, the Hairy Bikers, Phil Tufnell, Ed Gamble, Richard Hammond, and James Graham and the cast of Dear England. Fantastic. Some good guests for you. So do hope you can join us. If not, of course, the podcast, as always, will be available around four. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 